Hello and welcome to Gaming Times, your weekly video game podcast about that gaming life. I am one of your hosts, Isaac, and I'm joined by Patrick. And all I have to say is, how about them 49ers? Oh, man. Them? It was good. It was a good game, man. They almost threw it away. They, they literally almost man, threw it away. Man, I don't even want to uh, look. I'm going to be positive because we got the W. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not into coaches meetings or the players meeting because I would have a lot of notes <laughs> with negative things on them. But, man, you know, they pulled it out. Cowboys go home. You know, my whole family can't stand the Cowboys. They're not Niners fans. They're, you know, they're fans of another team. But, hey, they were all cheering. I'm just excited for another week. I mean, we got Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. Like, and the, the thing that really hurt in the game for me was we lost two of our top defensive players. Yeah. That I really sucks. Kettle went down, too, for a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, tight end. Went, but I think he, you know, he was going to be all right. But Bosa, I think, may be able to play. Um, next week, but the uh, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his name, linebacker, Captain C, and all. I'm forgetting his name right now, but he, I think his season might be over, and I was just like, uh, that's why I was disappointed in some of the coaching calls late in the game. But nonetheless, yeah. you know, just want to say congrats to my team, been lifelong fan. So, hey man, on to the next one. Hey, look, you know, hey, that's why they play the game. You know what I mean? Yep. Doesn't matter your seed, it's the playoffs. So, yes, sir. Yes. Exactly. Okay, uh, but this is a video game podcast. Uh, usually weekly on Mondays. This last week, I was kind of busy with life and can't get a didn't have time to record it. But uh, we're here now for it. So uh, for day uh, for today, uh, you know, we're going to be probably a little bit longer show. We're going to be talking about Take Two buying Zanga, Xbox One stopping production, and the PlayStation Four keeping go. It's going to be keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. It's going to keep. It is going to keep going. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Um, <laughs> uh, we have some uh, hurt feelings over Days Gone. And uh, when we ran it out the show with Corey Balog, uh, talk, uh, in a, with an interview with Game Informer and how he and others at uh, the Sony Studios kind of pushed Sony to release their games on PC. Uh, but before we get to any of that goodness, Patrick, what have you been playing these last couple of weeks? Man, I, I, I tried to... Get as many notes as I can. Um, I've just been in. I've been in a mood lately, so I have some, you know, kind of newer stuff. But actually, I was in a for real retro mood. So uh, the first thing I was playing, um, I played some Ninja Gaiden. Played some okay. actual Ninja o- OG? Gaiden. OG Nintendo Ninja Gaiden. I still have the trilogy on Nintendo. Um, and I was just messing around with that. And there's one part, and I was doing great actually. There's one part in one of the levels, though, though you got to go jump downward and then over. Like, I don't know. It's just hard for me. The Nintendo controller is so small in my hands nowadays. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to see if I can get, like, an adapter to play with, like, something more modern because I struggle with. Why don't you use the Pro Controller? What Pro? On Nintendo? Yeah. What Pro? On on the NES we're talking about. Oh, no. My bad. I thought it was, like, on a simulated. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, the stuff I'm talking about was on the actual systems. So when I name a couple of okay. other games, they were actually on original hardware. <laughs> so, um, but that controller is a little tough for me to work with. But nonetheless, it was um, a heck of a lot of fun to play. I did not beat it um, in, in that playthrough, but it was good. It was just a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I was playing some Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Uh, Mike nice. Tyson's Punch. I'm trying to be like, that's another problem where to beat Mike Tyson, you have to master the quick dodge. Mm-hmm. And I really need I'm learning like it's not that I don't have the reflexes, but my hands is it's my hands feel so cramped. Mm-hmm. So, I'm you know, I'm like I said, I want to find the data. But I, I mean, I was I think my first playthrough. 
I got all the way to the second ball bull, I think it was. And then I, I lost or something like that. But it Were was, you playing it, on an old school uh, tube TV too? I was playing on my retro TV, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, Because I, yeah. I know that, that helps too. Oh, yeah. No, no. If you're playing, I've tried to beat Mike Tyson on other devices. And if, if you don't, it, you need to be framed, like almost framed perfect with a lot of stuff too. And those, you know, because you only get, I, I, I wish I, I need to find the actual like um, post, but you only get so much time to move when you see that blue flash, man. Like it's not long. And you have to quick dodge to get back. So I have played um on my 3DS, and I think I have it saved at the second ball bull. My um educational, educationally modified 3DS, uh, as well. So yeah, that was just just a lot of fun. Like I said, I, that game just it doesn't really get old, you know. I need to break uh, the one for the Wii out, um, yeah. or the Super Nintendo version. Um, so then also I played. So I got on. My, I was really excited to get on my SNES. Okay. So I I was playing Super Mario All Stars plus Super Mario World. Um, uh, that how'd, that a, treat, how'd that treat you? It, it was actually so I didn't get to get as far as I wanted, but I was moving right along, and then I had to leave. But I was literally <laughs> moving like right along. I was like do do do. Now I'm not again. I'm no speed runner. So any of these games, anybody listening, like I'm not a speed runner. That's not what I do. But um, it was a lot of fun to just get on there, and I, I think I got to like World two or three. And then I was like, "There's a it's that you can have saves." So I saved it, and then I like hopped off. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and then um, I go ahead. I, I think those games just like it just kind of like goes to show you with like those games that the uh, uh, gameplay is always king. Still, you know, no matter how no, old it is. it is, they yeah. have that just like that tip. Even well, oh, oh, hold on, my mic's acting a little stupid. Okay, yeah, I lost you there a little bit. Okay, that should be good. Okay, should be good now. Um, even like uh, my roommate Josh, he was playing like an old, like an old like uh PlayStation. I forgot what the game was called. It was like a dude, like a kangaroo or something with two boomerangs. It was like an old um PlayStation Two mascot platformer. And mm-hmm. of course, you know, he just sat down and like beat it in like one night because you know, it was super easy. But still, it's like they they mastered like that scratch. The same thing with like Jack and Daxter. How mm-hmm. like even the first one still holds up, even though the graphics don't look like that good because it's not a remastered version of it, uh, or really that good of a remastered version. But still, it's like oh yeah, there's still like this basic movement and stuff is still pretty fun. Yeah, no, it's still it's still a hell of a lot of fun to play. And I remember some of the levels I hated as a kid, and it's amazing how you see them when you're older. There's like one yeah. where the fishes are like constantly coming up from the bottom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I finished that one now as an adult, like one one go, one you know, go, you know, yeah, like next level <laughs> so it's um obviously the hitboxes are a little changed in that version so again like i said i'm not a speed runner anyway so i'm just messing around having fun just like i was a kid uh, it, was a, it was a lot of fun so um, i was gonna play final fantasy 3 and then i thought i had an issue with my super nintendo which i'll get into in the pickup section but long story short is i did not have an issue with my super nintendo still the one system that i've never personally seen a failure with it's pretty crazy nice that's good to uh-huh. hear yeah yeah so um that was that was the retro thing, and you'll probably hear more retro games as we continue to go on because I have started pulling out some of my retro stuff. Uh-oh. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, I've, I've like you've like, opened I the Pandora's get... box. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, me and Final Fantasy three, we need to just link up. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. uh, it it was like I say, just just going back, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna play some more Mario one, like just because I hate Mario two. It never felt like Mario to me, and then I'll probably maybe go back to Mario three, you know, whatever. But it was it was a lot of fun. So, um, other than that, so let's go ahead and transition to the <laughs> to today's world. I know something mm-hmm. like are you really on your old system? I was, bro. Um, Apex Legends. I played. I posted a clip today at Times Pat on Twitter. Um, that happened recently where I had one dude quit out. 
I was playing with one guy. Just tactics just aren't sound. I, I'm, you know, I've learned a lot of randoms don't really know tactics. Um, but I clustered out, man. One nice. as the last team member standing. Uh, so that was cool. A lot of fun, you know. But, you know, I play Apex and Rocket League all the time. You're going to hear me what we played every week. I'm not going to waste too much time on them. Play some more Rocket League. They got me in champ, too, in some of my qualifiers, man. It's kind of oh, real. Nice. Yeah, in my threes qualifiers. So I'm just like, um, because, hmm, you know, I'll probably try to get the champ rewards like near the end of the season or mm-hmm. a couple weeks from now. I'm not in a rush, you know. Um, But really the game that has been constantly impressive, except in one area, is Guardians of the Galaxy, man. Nice. Man, in the one area, it's not impressive. It's not. It's, I don't I don't know if it's their fault or not. I'll explain in a second. But but let me just say. I can totally see why this game won best narrative. The banter, I feel like I've heard people say this is good enough to be a movie. And mm-hmm. I was like, come on, man. Like, you know, because I hold the, especially the first movie in really high regard. But they're right, though. It's oh, that's really good, to hear. good, man. It is really good. Like the narrative is good. Um, I've been just, like I said, playing through it. They give you like a lot of options for choices and they'll even tell you like, that was a good idea to have so-and-so do that. Or they'll be like, that probably wasn't a good idea to do that. Yeah, that's, I mean? like, not, that's not going to work. Yeah, it was It was great to kind of see what they're doing now. I am, I don't know how many chapters they are. I want to say I'm somewhere between six and eight. I don't, I don't remember the number. But um, just having a blast with that game and looking forward to getting more time with it because it's that good. It is awesome, really man. that good. That's um, awesome to hear. I definitely yeah. I got to pick it up then and give it a play. Yeah, I'm going to see. I accidentally bought one extra Xbox one, and I'm going to see if I can reach out to Amazon and they'll exchange it for a PlayStation one just so I can have a PlayStation. Hey, like, there you go. Yeah, and if I get it, then I'll just loan it to you. But hey. it's it's really good. That's The the bottom line is it's really good. Like I, I, I'm not done, so I can't put a total 100% recommendation on it because I don't do that until I finish something. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying so far, it is definitely going down that line of a of a gaming times patch you must play, like for sure. And for thirty dollars, I heard somebody say for thirty dollars they felt like uh, they should have paid the company more. And I was like, come on, dude. Oh, like, yeah. And like, yo, it's that good though. Like, real, mm-hmm. it is that good. Now the problem I've had with the game is on Series S, mm-hmm. I keep losing audio. Oh. And it's not all audio. It's some of the voice audio. Okay. So they like out. Yeah. Have you looked up to see if there's any fixes or have they updated it I don't know. It I yet? put it on Twitter because I had asked. I had reached out and I was like, has anybody else had this? Because I was, there was a scene with Star-Lord and his mom, one of the cutscenes or whatever, and I didn't hear anything. And I was like, so they're just going to sit here and like nod at each other? It's weird. And then finally I was like, I, w- I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go online on YouTube and watch somebody play this level or play this mm-hmm. area. And I skipped in their video and I was like, wait, there should be audio right here. And so sure enough, it, it's happened three or four times on my series. S where I won't even play it on the series S anymore. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even want to play it. On the, and it's, it, I want to, I want to make it clear everything else about it on series S is great. It's truly mm-hmm. great, bro. But I can't not hear the, the banter is so good. Well, if you don't hear it, you're like, what are you doing? Like, you're missing out yeah, on a you're, huge you're missing chunk a good, of the experience. Yeah. You know, and the gameplay, obviously the combat's good, the you know interactions and all is good, but like I said, that's a huge chunk of the gameplay experience that I don't want to miss out on. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's the only issue I've had with the game. Like, it's great, man. And oh, that yeah, was the, awesome. the highlight of my week. Like I say, I 
if they let me exchange it, I'll definitely be be letting you borrow my physical PS PS5 copy if they let me exchange it for the extra Xbox copy I have because it's so worth it. Also, I hope they let you exchange it then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, but that's it for me. How about yourself? Uh, so I've been working through the continuing down the um, Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, there's still some things. I think some of the dialogue is still kind of weird. I'm not sure. I don't think I talked about this last episode, but like um, when you're like breaking into the facility after like that whole bike chase where you fight that soldier. And like all the soldier uh, and all the guards are missing from like that warehouse you're supposed to be like breaking into, okay. and like nobody like really like bats an eye. And I think this is just maybe for the time, or maybe it's just because the type of the game, or whatever. But I I don't know. It's just that kind of just broke it for in my mind because I was just like, wait, like if you're going to like rob a place that's supposed to be heavily guarded, and you get there and all the guards are you know knocked out, dead, or missing. Mm-hmm. And it's already broken into. Shouldn't you, like? Wouldn't that set off a little bit of alarm bells in your head? <laughs> just, you know, just be like, ah, maybe tomorrow. Let's, let's let's go back tomorrow. We'll go back. We'll come back tomorrow, guys. Let's let's go back. Yeah, something's off here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Other than that, I do like that first arc. I'm gonna call it an arc. That first arc where you go up in and blow up the Sexter Seven reactor. Yeah. And uh, I like how because I like how Shinra kind of like Shinra's plan was. Oh yeah, like we are letting essentially letting you guys do this, and you kind of knew for, since like the beginning, Shin was, was watching the whole time. But you know, it's like oh, we're letting you guys do this because we control the media, and then we're gonna use the media to say that it's this uh, one nation. Uh, starts with the W. I can't think of it right now. Uh, we're gonna say that you know this terrorist group is aligned with them, so we can go to war with them and take more of their stuff. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. You know, I enjoyed that kind of thing. I could kind of see that kind of happening. You know, like my my uh, super like mustache turning maniacal way. So I'm enjoying that. Um, I got to anyway. Good. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, (laughs) and so then I got to. I'm just past the part where you fall into the church and you meet Aerith, Mm -hmm. and then you go home with her. Uh, I just, I just, uh, not in like that sense yet. You go to meet her mom, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I just got that part. I think Aerith is a good character, and I think she's a good character for Cloud as well as a character. Mm-hmm. In terms of like, because I kind of had my great uh, gripes about uh, Cloud before, and mm-hmm. kind of how he's like one tone and stuff. But I like Aerith because how like, like she, she tries to break through the shell, right? Yeah, she tries to break through, it and then it's just kind of like she kind of just doesn't like give a give a, a care about his like cool attitude. He's like, oh, I'm this. He's like, cool. I don't care. Like, let's go. You know, oh whatever. So I I like that, and I like her as a character too a lot as well i'm kind of i i can't really remember the original game since i i haven't played it in a while so maybe maybe uh once i beat this first round or I'll, I'll go and like kind of look up the differences and stuff because you know you start getting attacked especially when you're around Aerith a lot you get attacked mm-hmm. by the the dementors i'm gonna call them the time mm-hmm. dementors and i know i know like the twist and everything that, that has happened so i'm kind of like trying to think i was like oh like how is this different from the original game so on and so forth but yeah, uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, to your point with the combat, I know you brought that up last time. It is very frustrating that like the AI-controlled characters mm-hmm. don't build their gauge up, right? It's not the <laughs> limit gauge, but like their ATB, gauge. That, ATB gauge. ATB, yeah. Yeah, the active battery. That's, right. that's extraordinarily frustrating because like, I find that if, some, if you're fighting someone and someone has a, a specific materia that's its weakness... You know, you better switch to them. Uh, and I find, yeah, because they're like, they're not that gauge isn't going to build at all, which is super frustrating. 
I, my best strategy is to kind of like switch through all of them at least once and mm-hmm. kind of like initiate like an attack or something. And then mm-hmm. once that happened, I found the gate starts to build a lot faster than if you don't switch to them at all. Yeah, that's so, something it, it just yeah. needs grand improvement. Like you, you're depending yeah. on the ATB gauge and you're you, you're not playing as the character. And if the characters doesn't even seem like they're trying to build ATB. Mm-hmm. The, 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 there's three big beefs I have with it. That's one of them. The other one is aerial battles or with the aerial Stop. characters. And the other one is yeah. your lock on system. If the enemy goes underground, it just pulls off them, which oh, okay. I've, that I was like into that yet. super annoying. Yeah. Like, cause you know, you yeah. lock onto an enemy mm-hmm. and if they go underground, like when I was playing, I, I'm, you know, it's a pretty heated battle we're talking about yeah. um, in this particular battle. And I was locking onto it and then it would dive underground. And then I'd be like, my lock on would just go away. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Well, I yeah. guess I got to find him again. You know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah. So yeah, those, but, but I hear you because you need characters to be able to use their abilities. Like, yeah, you know, and in a normal RPG, everybody's ATB moves at the same time. Although yeah. the speed characteristic matters, so somebody may be fast, and the other somebody may be hasted. Yada yada yada. Yeah. But in I, that, if you're like trying to jump around, and it throws it, it can throw me off in combat. This oh is yeah, like because you're like, oh, like I need this right now to like stagger this, and you're like, oh, like. Your shit's not gauged because you are standing in the background for some reason, right. or you're, you're, what? Or you're attacking super slow. Yeah, that, yeah. See, and when you when you're like me, and you're a traditionalist of, of the or you're I should say traditionalist. You're a big fan of the ATB system. I understand mm-hmm. the modern of the casual consumer may not be right. Um, I can always depend on that gauge hitting. You know, what yeah. I, mean? I don't have to think about it. I just have to when the gauge hits. I just have to know what I want to do with that character. Yeah, and that exactly. it really was tough, especially with yeah. a game I'm. I guess we'll say very nostalgic on, you know, and I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, I need this ability. And I'm like going over and like, why is your ATB not up? Like, what are you doing over here? Yeah, because it, it oh, oh. you definitely do have to be attacking with it. Like, I don't yeah. think blocking even builds it at all. I think it, and it stops it. Right. And completely. The beef, I, there was actually one other beef, which is whatever character you play, certain enemies, especially bosses, will lock on to you. Oh, yeah. And beat the shit out of you. It, out of you. Right. It's like, yeah. There are other characters, bro. Nah, man, just you. I'm just taking you out. Yeah, I, I think the thing that's most frustrating about that is the kind of like weaker character, someone like an Aerith mm-hmm. or something like that, who's more of a support character, you know, like a, um, a, healer, or a healer, when you like switch mm-hmm. over to him and then all the enemies are like, snap. And I'm like, yo, like this character isn't built like that. You know, like there's Cloud up there, there's Barry and although whatever, whoever else is up there that's more tank like that has a lot more health and can take a lot more damage. Like, Keep us fucking attacking them, please. Well, and and that's what's so again to that end, right? What's so frustrating for me is that's a that means the combat AI is solely deemed on wherever the player is, and I find that a little tougher to deal with mm-hmm. because, like you said, right? There's an enemy later that you haven't seen yet. Amazing design, uh, you know, very beautiful attacks, great, all that, right? It's, it's the whole thing. But I'm trying. I have to play this one character, and then I shift to another character, and like you said, bro, it's like and I was like, I thought you were just going after this. The character I was before. So, like, you can't mm-hmm. ever get the heat off you and adjust your combat strategy. I don't know if that's uh-huh. an enemy AI design issue or what, but it was something, like, I instantly noticed. I was like, they're yeah. always going to lock on to whoever I'm being, and that's very frustrating because they're not building ATB, so now i got to pick them, and now they're getting all the attention of the enemy. Yeah, you know, Patrick, I think at least for one... Oops. Oh, oh, yeah, I lost oh. you there a little bit. Yeah, uh, one of the problems with... At least the um, like the the gauge building, the active battle gauge building, mm-hmm. is um I think you can solve that pretty easily. Or I wish they had this in it. As far as I know, they don't. I wish that you can like give commands 
to your AI companions to like prioritize stuff. I I mm-hmm. think it was in like the Kingdom Hearts games, and I know the combat for this game is very similar to the Kingdom Hearts games. Uh, and then and it was in Final Fantasy twelve as well. Well, no, mini games have what you're describing. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, so, where you can tell the characters like prioritize healing, prioritize yeah, attacking, like this, balance. Like, uh, yeah, when yeah. someone's like this, or someone goes down, like you like this character's gonna be the one to pick it up. And then they did it in Final Fantasy twelve, and I like doing that because you can kind of then go and be like, okay, this character. Even though in Final Fantasy twelve, the characters kind of started out a certain way, but if you build that character right, you can almost go in whatever direction you want it to. If mm-hmm. I remember correctly, but I still, think Tails has it too, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just something like, okay, cool. Like you're the, you know, Aerith, you're, you know, you lean, you're a little bit weaker. Or, you know, you have more, I don't know, you, you come equipped with more, you know, supports, uh, materia to begin with. Cool. You're going to prioritize healing. Okay. Um, Barrett, your, you know, your distance, you know, so you, if someone dies, you're going to use your Phoenix down, you know, Tifa. Mm-hmm. If, you know, you're going to, you know, since you're up front and punching and attacking, you know, make sure you're spamming your blizzard every now and then or whatever. But, right. I don't know. I, I, so yeah. I think that's um, that's frustrating. I think, and one other thing, just to wrap it up with Final Fantasy VII, I, I, something that it might just be a little bit of me and something I just have to learn. I always mm-hmm. find it very frustrating that after a certain battle, after like prolonged battles, I was like, oh, let me use all, like a bunch of potions or ethers or whatever to heal back up and get a bunch of stuff back. And then walk into the next room and there's a bench that does that for you for free. Mm. And it's like, well, great. I just wasted like, you know, even, I know potions aren't like super expensive or whatever, but it's still like, great. I just wasted like, you know, five potions, 10 potions, getting everybody to 100% health. And well, late, later, I just sit, sit right here. that's more of an early game problem than a late game problem. Cause later what'll end up happening is you will cure everybody with mm. your material. Right. Yeah, and then you will sit on a bench. So it's like, okay, well, all I lost um, was MP, and I get MP back. Yeah, I, I, I do get what you're saying, though, but yeah. I just something to let you know. Can, later in the game, that won't be yeah. as, as big of a problem. Yeah, I, I guess for me, it was always like, I don't want to waste my MP. No, no, I, no. Like, I have I so agree much potions. So no, no, no. Yeah, I want yeah. to be clear. Like as an RPG player, there's nothing mm-hmm. worse than burning resources that you didn't have to burn. Exactly. Like because it, they cost the you the, know whatever the money, money is. It's, 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 yeah, yeah, not a lot, but still, you don't want to spend it all, right? Well, uh, in Tales of Arise, actually, it is a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah okay. it's it's no joke expensive in Tales of Arise. So, like I said, I I, I do I do understand where you're coming from there. Yeah. Um, okay, and then so the last game I've I've, known, I've really been playing is Rainbow Six Siege. I'm back okay. on the train. I, I got my friends with me too this time. <laughs> um, I've been trying to convince some of my friends uh, that we've played Apex with, and then we played a little bit Back for Blood with. I too, forgot gotcha. to bring up Back for Blood. My bad. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, which is a, that's a fun game. I enjoy. I'm enjoying playing it. I do too. Uh, I do too. It, it can get stupid hard. I think uh, Josh and I were playing it just two of us, and we had like two rando people, and I'm not sure if they're just being arrogant or didn't know how to play, and that we didn't make it. We barely made it out of the first act, like the first part of the first act, because they kept triggering crows and stuff uh, near the end of that section, and it's just like, just stop, just please stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like game still is. It's like I said, it's fun when you have all four people going and playing, or at least three people. Uh, but with Siege, you know, we're three of us right now. Four, you know, we got another friend as well, a friend of a friend to play. And I truly think, personally, I know I'm not that good at Siege. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have a lot of hours in that game, but I'm unfortunately not that good at it. I still mm-hmm. enjoy teaching pe- people how to play that game. How yeah, how you're like, okay, like this is what you know, like setting up the defense or like attacking a certain way and things like that. 
it kind of sucks though like you know we we would make like a good plan or something and then we'll just be like outshot right like the person just got lucky with a couple of headshots or they're just better than us you know uh more accurate or whatever but i love that game that's a great game great no. game to play with friends so pat if mm-hmm. you want to want to get on, i don't think it's on the train yeah if you want to <laughs> get on this choo-choo train it, it's on the you can got you can get the ps5 version man it has you know the haptic feedback with the controller be a five squad. Is it crossplay? I mean, you know, I know that Yeah. If it's not, I, I can't. I mean, you know, I just gotta have some time. But I'm always, you know, I'm always down to play with a team. And the oh, more yeah. tactical the game, the more I like having people I can talk to. Oh, yeah. Doesn't mean people are always gonna do tactical things. But that's oh, okay no. when you're playing with friends. No, I think that's <laughs> one of our one of our friends, Mike. He like religiously just goes off by himself. And I'm just sometimes so, it works, sometimes it doesn't. Like because he's not that good either. Like I said, none of us all that good. So it probably works yet, like. Twenty percent of the time, and then he just gets randomly killed in a hallway. So I was gonna say, stop. I have a friend of mine who do I serve with the military. We're gonna call him Doc. Great dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, we used to actually. uh, Well, I'll tell that story. But he is the one dude who, like, he's he knows a bunch of tech. Like, he is this super cool dude. He did some stuff before he did IT with me. Um, we'll leave that out. But he's super tactical and all that. But in some games, he'd just be like. No, I'm going in, dog. And then he will slaughter people. I'm like, who is this dude? And I'd be like, no, nah, man, it's a bad decision. No, nah, I'm, I'm taking these dudes out. He's like, Dr. Disrespect, but it works. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, you're wow. just like, like, oh, he's, fuck. yeah, yeah. But he, so he's, I, he's, like, again, none of us are good. So I, you know, mm-hmm. I agree with you, like that, me included, where none of us are good. Um, But when he does it, man, for some reason, he's the one friend I have that can do it. And we're talking 75% of the time. Like, there is, it's a better ratio in his favor. Yeah, and, yeah. So uh, it's, it's just crazy how they work because I'm like, he's like, and he's like one of the most tactical friends I, I had from his previous military life before he did IT the military. So it, it was wild, mm-hmm. man. And we used to call him the man that can't die, and that was not in games. That was in real life. Like this is side, oh, um, side. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Doc if he's listening, man. Like, <laughs> but but yeah, he's the one friend I have where you're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I got them. All. I got all three of them. I'm like, what? <laughs> How'd you? We used to play Battlefield together all the time. So. Oh yeah. yeah but like I said, a... that's why I love those games because it gives me. A chance to utilize tactics, and I try to teach people tactics. Like you don't jump in the valley and then start a fight uphill. Like that's happened to me in Apex, and I've gone yeah. to like eight. You know what I mean? I'm like, why would you jump in the lowest point on the map, who's in Kings Canyon, and try to fight the dudes at the top of the hill? Like you're gonna get slaughtered. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah, how exactly. tactics work. You know what I mean? Unless you're really, really, really good. Yeah. Unless you're just that good, which yeah, which you're not, song. right? So, yeah. but I feel yeah. So I like yeah, I said, no, I'm definitely down to to check it out sometime. Um, whether crossplay or not, I have both systems. So, I don't. Oh yeah, Patrick. Uh, let's move on to pickups. Uh, I don't have any. Uh, do you, can you get your? I know you. It sounds sounds like you have a lot. Can you get through them? kind of quick here. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll just run through them then. Um, I got another SNES. Mm-hmm. I got a uh, Fear Two, Fear Three for Xbox 360. Street Fighter Third Strike for Dreamcast. Dead Rising One, Two, and Off the Record for 360. Dead Space One and Two for 360. That's okay. Pickups right there. Yeah, Far Cry Six uh, for the Series X. And Xbox One. The Apex Legends art book finally came out. That came oh, out. Oh, nice. I got multiple 8-bit Doe wireless controls as well. NES, SNES. Um, so, exactly, fun playing retro in, uh, in, a, in a wireless fashion. Those are all that I could remember. <laughs> I'm sure oh, there might be more. Oh, NBA Jam Tournament Edition for Sega Genesis. Nice. That's, that's a good haul right there, Pat. Yeah, man. You know, like I tell people, you know, or like I tell our listeners, man, I'm, stuff's always coming in. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm always looking for a great game deal. And when I find them, I just add stuff to my collection. I mean, some stuff I just don't know how people pay for nowadays. Like, I I was looking yeah. at 
I found a, a location with a Mega Man X3 because I have X1 and X2, and it's like 320. Um, I saw another Chrono Trigger. It's like 260. I do have one though, and I have it for DS. But still, like it's like, geez, man, I just never thought ROM prices would would hit what we're seeing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was just on Twitter uh, the other day. They didn't get a new core to the stupid mic, apparently. I'm sorry. Been. Yeah, no, uh, I, get, I might have. Um, I got. I just I was on Twitter the other day. And they, I'm not sure if it was real or not, or GameStoppers was shitting. Someone made a joke, but they had the Gravity Rush uh, PS4 remastered for seventy dollars mm-hmm. pre-owned, and I was like, "What? In what world, man? In what world?" But That's yeah, insane. The, yeah. the crazy thing is, I think if I remember correctly, I got. I think I got a import version of that or something. Oh yeah. Well, apparently too. I looked. I, I looked down the comics to. Uh, excuse me comments and mm-hmm. it's averaging 70 bucks on on amazon and other platforms too or other chippers dealers and i was just like oh it's like one of those games that you didn't think would be you know money but I, I, shout out to the other isaac mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they had it because they had some i don't think i have a, a u.s version not that i i care or whatever but i don't think i have a u.s version and um but he was like yo man this game is gonna be like real hard to find so i just bought it right there Every retro store I've ever been to that's told me that, it's always worked out in my favor. So Super mm-hmm. Castlevania 4, for example, like I have many stories like that, but that is why I happen to have a physical copy of Gravity Rush Remastered. But, nice. but they will do that because um, Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn, mm-hmm. I got that from GameStop. This might have been four or five years ago, back where a uh, family used to live, down south. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, GameStop that was down there it was like seventy bucks or something like that. Like it wasn't cheap. So if the, it if they know a game has spiked, they must have somebody watching it. Like they'll do Ducktales remastered. Remember when the digital game went away? Oh yeah, that probably, GameStop yeah. raised their price as well to twenty five. Jeez. So, like, yep. so they'll yeah they'll get you man. You got yeah, yeah someone's looking for them. Yep. Yeah, but you know I did get them for Shantae. Uh, have Jimmy Hero though, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah. Oh him. Uh, okay, so that takes us to our first uh, news story about, uh, real quick here, Takes Two's by Zynga. Uh, really what kind of sticks out here is, so it seems like it might have been a hostile takeover, uh, or a very domesticated hostile takeover. So essentially, uh, the value of this company is, well, what, uh, excuse me, Take Two paid for it is $12.7 billion dollars. And essentially, they just bought the majority uh, of the public share to take over the company. So that's why it's kind of seems like a little hostile. But there's no, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of bad blood, but there hasn't been a lot of, you know, pop and circumstances around it. Uh, for those who don't know either, Zynga is a mobile platform uh, studio or mobile, a mobile game studio who yeah, makes, of course, mobile games and probably rakes in the money. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say about what they create um because <laughs> we know yeah, how they did, uh, a lot of that stuff yeah i know the the two i kind of that noticed what i really noticed is words with friends and farmville even though i haven't played any of those i've heard of both of those it, on the mobile platform i always live by you got to prove to me it's good anyway so like i'm just like mm-hmm. but what i what i will say according to the ign article um that uh i've looked at as well it, it does say they facilitated the deal, so I don't know if it's also take over or not. Like, yeah. I want to make sure I'm clear. So I don't know how the deal was facilitated, but it is interesting the way the deal ended up working out. But man, here's my question. How much money 
do you feel this company is going to generate if you're willing to pay 12.7 billion? Yeah, and that's you know that's technically not for 100 percent ownership, right? Uh, right. I, think, I, mean, I think a lot. I think a lot, Pat, because I think I don't think a lot of mobile gaming stories or how much mobile games have you know the the how much they make isn't really in the news as much as it was or back mm-hmm. in the day, but. I guarantee you, man, like they're still probably making a lot of money, man. Like, you know, like, word, I mean, I know Words with Friends was like super dominant. Uh, I know Farmville was super dominant, too. I'm sure they've lost some of their users, but I'm sure there's probably still enough people there playing those games and paying for stuff as well. And uh, apparently, you know, they're on IGN Argo, too. They're working on a game for the Nintendo Switch that's supposed to be coming out this year. So they have new ideas. They're still making games. It's not and they're not like a one hit pony kind of like Candy Crush developer was who just mm-hmm. kind of made candy crush and that's all so i'd imagine they're probably going to make a decent amount of money i know uh the stock has i think oh since since they probably i think it went out down just a little bit but not too much but mm-hmm. if you look at you know the five year it did peak a couple of years ago. maybe maybe the, yeah, yeah i'm sorry it's all right. i just want you to know i just want you to know I yeah i can hear it. i t- touched it i need a new cord god damn it I was hoping I could get one more episode on this, but I guess not. Okay, but yeah, so yeah, I think they're gonna make money. I think they'll probably make that money back within five years, if not sooner. Yeah, I. So it just shows me. I know across the pond they say mobile games are are big money makers. I, I can't speak to the U.S. I, I don't know, but I know you know Asia specifically. Like it makes a lot mm-hmm. of money. So I get it. But I'm just saying, when you buy, it, it's like I look at like a Minecraft or something. When you pay that much money, you gotta assume your return on investment is gonna be double that. And I'm just yeah. like, man, where is mobile gaming going? Well, if it it's could do that. Like, yeah, wow. and it, it could be something too. You know, it could. You know, they could look at it. Okay, we bought this. We're, we bought this company for twelve point seven million dollars. Billion. But there are billion. billion. Yeah, excuse me. Billions. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, but it, so it could just be like they're making. One billion dollars a year, or something. No, no, no. Like I, don't, I don't mean instant return. I, I, yeah, I don't because Minecraft wasn't instant. What I'm just saying, long term, you got to figure they're, they're planning to make two to three times that. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, to do that, um, mobile gaming. I mean, it's already taken off. I mean, it, duh. But the the it just I just get worried about what you have to do in gaming to reap that type of reward. That's what I'm. Yeah. Well, because, I, I'm like man, that's yeah. money, and I think I, it probably will. I mean, the business probably sees something though. Yeah, and I think too with um with mobile gaming though, I mean really it's just if they can produce maybe maybe every three or four years, so they can focus on you know adding stuff to all the old stuff. But you know if you're maintaining your old games and those old games level off at you know X amount, and then you can make kind of another hit that kind of becomes viral for a month or two, like Wordly. Like I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you saw any of that. Like people on Twitter for like a couple of days were only talking about that, and now every now and then people are still talking about it. But, you know, something like Worldly, uh, you know, if they do something like that where they have a big pop where they can get millions of people playing. And then those, you know, those millions of people might be might be close to a billion. But even if it's just like, oh, stuff, you know, we peaked at 600 million and now it's only, you know, 200 million. Mm-hmm. Those 200 million players are still paying a lot of money. Or I'm assuming some of those people are playing a lot of money. Well, even but, if you got a dollar from them a month, that, that's still mm-hmm, pretty good. Yeah, you get a dollar <laughs> from a month. Yeah, exactly. That's also yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Just like I said, just. Just wild, just just wild to think about, but a lot of money, man, and just and, and the consol- it seems like the industry is consolidating a lot of things. Just something I noticed. So I'll be sure to keep my yeah. eye on this, you know, studios and 
a lot of companies are getting bought up by the the big people and and that's not necessarily a bad thing right but i'm just curious to see how much more we see because there's you know microsoft studio rumors always swirling yeah Um, Yeah. so just curious where we're going i i still think like the independent market or developers will be there i hope maybe it gets a little bit more stable i guess uh yeah yeah that's the that's why i try to support as many indies as i can i know a lot of people may not care but like i just have a lot of respect for the hobby i've been watching a lot of documentaries on gaming too and it just really hit home but like i I really do my best to support indies man and i think you know i'm not saying everybody's gonna be us right i know i have quite a few games and not everybody does but if you could just find an indie and throw them a few coins toss a coin to your indie you know yeah (laughs) it's a pretty cool thing to do yeah yeah so Okay, uh, next uh, we're going to be talking about Microsoft uh, stopping the Xbox One production while Sony keeps making the PlayStation 4s. Uh, Patrick, what do you what do you think about this? Okay, so all the controversial console stuff aside, right? Because, you know, we're not in that space, uh-huh. right? I, I, what I actually thought when I read this, and I, I think I put it, I think I replied to somebody with this, is to me what it's saying is the chip shortage is so real Sony doesn't want to want to battle over chips. That's what I took from it. Mm-hmm. Because monetarily, they're like, okay, maybe the price is getting so high, even at the level of or the amount of chips that they buy, they just like, okay, we'll just wait. We'll wait this out. We'll produce what we can, but we're not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're not going to try to push full forward, but they still want to get PS4s in people's hands. Now, or PlayStation uh-huh. consoles in people's hands. Now, I do... Um, because oh, oh lastly, because those chips are probably still available, right? Oh yeah, um, older, but, cheaper. Y- yeah, exactly. But uh, Jim Ryan, you got some splaining to do. Um, because he said they believe in generations, right? Like, uh-huh. see, I-, I have a beef with Jim Ryan more than I ever had with Sony. Because like the dude, I told you, the dude just never. I never really feel like I get the truth out of that dude. Um, because he definitely sat up there and said we believe in generations. Yada, yada, yada. I have no beef with games coming out on older consoles because, you know, that's 120, 130 million people are there. Um, And I'm not talking about that. But when you start saying we're going to continue production on a PS4, I'm like, what? Why? Yeah. And and to be clear here, this report comes from Bloomberg, uh, Bloomberg. And there was, you know, they said some unnamed sources familiar with Sony plans. They worded it. Uh, they said they stopped to plan. They stopped. To, uh, they planned to stop making PS4s at the end of 2021, uh, and still instead kept uh, produced about a million units in 2022. Uh, I'm not super surprised because I feel like you know if the PS4 was really was on track to make, you know, to beat the PlayStation 2 as the most you know most sold console ever. Mm-hmm. The, didn't the PlayStation 2 like stop? Didn't they stop making the PlayStation 2 like when the PlayStation 4 came out? I was like, like, like we, I, I'm pretty sure it was like stupid long. It was either it was near like I want to say like mid PlayStation 3 to the end of the PlayStation 3 lifespan, where they're like, nah, nah, we're gonna we'll finally stop making the play, PlayStation 2s. So this doesn't surprise me at all. I think maybe they were hoping, like you said, maybe they were hoping to kind of push more towards the PS5 and stuff, but. I'm sure someone came to Jim Ryan and was like, oh, hey, those PS4s we made, uh, they're still selling like hotcakes. So I just you want know, you to know, uh-huh. I look, this is a Wikipedia, so, you know, that's, in college you can't use it as a source, but that's what I got. So the PS2 remained popular well into the seventh generation. It continued to be produced until 2013 
when Sony <laughs> finally announced that it had been discontinued after over 12 years yeah. of production. Yeah, and the 2013 is when the PlayStation 4 launched. Yeah. I'm glad my memory served me well. <laughs> me too. I, 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 I'd, I'd had to look that up. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. I was like, I swear it's like right when the PlayStation 4. So, yeah, so this doesn't surprise me at all, you know, especially because the PlayStation 3 360 lifespan was longer, too. And it, mm-hmm. they produced them all the way through there. That, that doesn't surprise me. Um, I think, too, you know, to your point, you know, so many there's still a couple of games. I know Atlas are still making remakes and stuff like that. Persona games on PlayStation 4. There's still a lot of games coming out on the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Maybe yes. two. I'm kind of curious with COVID development for PlayStation 5 only games, even though stuff like Horizon and God of War aren't going to be PlayStation 5 only games. Mm-hmm. Maybe other studios that's just got delayed too because, you know, how the financial, everybody kind of got hit hard with the COVID and shutdown and everything and having to work from home that, you know, it's a little bit safer to be like, hey, let's just screw it. Let's tone down the graphics and make a PlayStation 4 version of this game. And if we make a PlayStation 4 version of this game, you know, why do you, you know, why get a PS5 right now? If you, uh, you know, it's those things, very, I went to send this stuff that's very nice about it, loading times to control or certain games and stuff like that. But I still think to a certain extent, like, you might, you know, if you're buying your kid your first console, you might just be able to be like, screw it, here's a PS4. So I have. I have no so my beef isn't with them truly making it. My beef is with yeah. the messaging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do Jim Ryan's gonna say whatever the whatever. It's it's, it's so crazy. Like the messaging is so crazy. Like I mean, and it's I mean, really hard still to get a PS5. I mean, I, I'm trying yeah. to get one for a good buddy I served in um, Iraq with right now. Shout out to Jay if he's listening, my Halo guy. Um, but he, you know, like I get if those chips are easier to come by. Yeah. Like, they're probably were going to be used in something else. I mean, because, you know, they're buying these things. You're talking about 120 million chips, right? You know, like they're buying them in waves that are just almost unfathomable. Mm-hmm. So, and all the games, I don't even think PS5 development game. Well, I mean, they could be stifled. I don't think the development is stifled, though, because I don't see any of them on the docket for this year. So, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not in those studios. I just think that they were like, okay, we can't get enough PS5s out there. And we want to put some things like that. if it's only maybe it's only a million i don't know what the actual numbers yeah. are I'm not in sony headquarters but i just think they figure if they get more consoles in people's hands they're going to be able to play but what it also to your to the point you brought up it does cause me to question when do you plan for to go ps5 only and i'm not saying i'm rushing that i don't want to cut off any gamer but it does make me curious because you're still producing the other console mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean like microsoft we can already see that ship sailing yeah, I don't yeah, have an XRS. We can see, like, for, I'm talking about first party now. First party. Yeah. I, we can ha- well, Halo is a great show. example, right? You can't buy that on uh, Xbox One, right? No, you can. Halo is you the last buy, one, yeah. I think, though. Okay. Everything for next yeah. year, if I'm not, I'm going off the top of my head, obviously. Don't kill me, internet. But everything I believe for next year, it's like Stalker 2, or I think they're all next gen only, or current gen only. Well, and that, and that kind of goes along with, you know, Microsoft, you know, announced that they're stopping making Xbox One consoles to focus, focus on Series X and S, which I feel like is a bit of a, a clapback to this story. Like, you know, the, the Bloomberg broke uh, broke this news or published this story using, on you know, uh, un, um, unnamed sources. So I think Microsoft was like, oh, let's, you know, jump on, you know, this bandwagon and clap back at Sony and be like, oh, no, like, we're, we want to we want to focus on the Series X and S, and those, that's why we're stopped making the Xbox One. Well, uh, it's, but, it's, it's almost on. like they're saying they believe in generations, right? Like it, it, yeah. it's just funny how the narrative is. And, and 
I saw a great quote, and I have all the consoles, you know, I have all, mm-hmm. the, you know, but I saw a great quote where it was like, Xbox is doing really well, and as soon as the, this, this, I'm a paraphrase, as soon as the brand loyalty for PlayStation fades, it's going to be a real fight. Yeah. And so I think that that's a true statement. Now, again, if if a kid or a parent goes in to buy a PS4 today, they can still play everything next year, right? Or mm-hmm. everything twenty twenty two. Um, I think Gran Turismo 7 is a rumor that that's uh, cross-gen. I, don't, I haven't confirmed that myself, but and I haven't followed Gran Turismo 7 like I had the other two, Horizon and uh, God of War. But we know, though, man, it's almost guaranteed. We know for Horizon, but I'm almost guaranteeing for God of War, same thing, right? PS4 mm-hmm. and PS5. So it's like, okay, you'll be able to hang around for a little bit. But other than that, you know, I don't get it. And what's weird, and this is why I give Microsoft credit, because I don't know if you've seen the prices of their old hardware, but it's still holding pretty well. And if when you have cloud delivery of games, it allows those older people to continue on as long as they have game mm-hmm. packs. Yeah. And I, Sony doesn't have that vision. And they also have a, apparently they have an issue with console manufacturing to some degree. They've made like 13 million. So, you know, but to some degree, there's an issue um, whether with the chip shortage or whatever. And I just wish they had an equivalent because it's I think this is allowing Microsoft to keep going forward. Um, while mm-hmm. while Sony is seeming to be kind of kind of stuck in a quagmire, maybe or, or kind of a, a temporary quagmire, I should say. You know, yeah. it, it's weird. But but the messaging, like I said, man, I miss you, hey, and the crew, because I just don't like the. Me- I'm not mad that they want to produce whatever, but don't just, just don't get out there and say you believe in generations, right? Yeah, well, I I just think with Jim Ryan, I think maybe this might lead to why he doesn't um uh do a lot of interviews because mm-hmm. I think he'll say what. Like if the if business is swaying one way, he will not hesitate to like change course at all. Which you know is good and bad. You know you you saw that with Xbox with the Xbox One as well. Uh, oh, but yeah, that took mess. someone yeah that took someone essentially getting fired and Uncle Phil being uh, stepping in. But I feel like with uh, with him, he's just like no, I'll, I'll say this today if I think this is the best thing, and tomorrow if I get the data or we're not selling well, I'll come back and say this. Yeah right. It's it's. It's just really baffling, and as a, the one thing I've always been thankful, I've said it on the podcast many times, is the way Microsoft communicates, right? There was an mm-hmm. issue, we didn't cover it this week, there was an issue with people losing their developer accounts, so yeah. they could go into developer mode, right? And Jason Ronald on Twitter, um, immediately, like, I, sh- I you know, retweeted it, but he immediately said, um, no, this is an accident, like, something's gone wrong, we, we were working to restore this, like, you know, so they mm-hmm. immediately communicate, like, we don't have to hear some sort of random third, you know, go find it in a blog type ish, right? They communicate yeah. with us. Like Sony, I feel, especially with the upper leadership, when they do communicate, we get really weird missed messaging. And it, it's just, I'm just not a fan of it. But in terms of the mm-hmm. story, you know, I'm not in the, the great console war of the internet. So, you know, it's always great when a console can get in somebody's hands. And if this allows people to get one, then I'm happy. Like the more people that have a console, the more chance I get great games, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm, exactly. tired of, I'm tired of Sony's communication. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Okay, moving on. Speaking of great day, great, damn it, great games, uh, Days Gone's developer, uh, the good old, you know him, you love him, Jeff Ross, former director of uh, Ben Studio and the game director of Days Gone, you know, he, he tweeted out some stuff uh, specifically around some numbers regarding 
the sales of Days Gone. So mm-hmm. Game Reporter came out and says, hey, you know, Ghost of Tsushima uh, reaches a fantastic milestone with over 8 million copies sold. He quoted that tweet saying, like, at the time I left uh, Sony, Days Gone has been out, uh, had been out for about a year and a half and sold over 8 million copies. It's since gone on to sell more and then million plus on Steam. Local studio management always made us feel like it, didn't, it was a big disappointment. So I, I think, and you know, then he goes on and he, you know, there's some more interviews and things with him as well, where he's talking about Sony just refused or didn't uh, like any of the ideas for a, um, a, go, a Days Gone a two, a sequel to that, a reboot of Resistance or anything like that, and they kind of go like, oh hey, go like, I think they wind up pitching like Siphon Filter and uh, with the story at Polygon. Uh, there's a quote at the end here that says, uh, it's almost like, it's quote, it is, it was almost like a keep, keep them busy type of question. Hey guys, why don't you come up with something for Siphon uh, Filter while we figure out what uh, we are confident in pitching? So I don't think it's, it was ever genuine. So he's just kind of like the team that left that, that was considering rebooting Siphon Filter and things like that. Um, you know, I, oh, what is I your feel, take on this so bad? Yeah, so so my take on this, I know Days Gone didn't get a great Metacritic score. I think uh, it's kind of fought, found a cult following. I think that cult following really started, and all this kind of drama really started when they put the game for free on PlayStation Plus. What, mm-hmm. six weeks, six months ago or whatever? Mm-hmm. Six plus months ago. And I think it just kind of goes to show it's like when someone... I guess even maybe why Game Pass is such a good idea or also valuable, because when someone doesn't have to pay for something or you know the pay you know there's not a direct one-to-one pay cost right you get mm-hmm. you're paying for playstation plus but you're not directly buying days gone people tend to like the game a little bit more or get, are willing to give the game a chance uh i think there was a lot of i i did not play days gone i know the reviews weren't super favorable i think that game i think there's a lot of internal stuff that happened with that game i i know it got delayed i might have got delayed publicly and internally Mm-hmm. So it got delayed a lot. I think if that game were to come out like at the very beginning of the PlayStation 4 lifestyle or like definitely before Horizon and God of War, I think it would have done better. Mm-hmm. But I think this take, it really just sounds like there was some bad beef between specifically Jeff Ross and Sony. Not to take the results is what you're saying, like the the, the way it all shook down. Yeah, the way it shook yeah. down. But I'm, I'm, I'm some, but I'm talking about like some beef, like some. Something oh no, I, know. I get what like you're personal. saying. Personal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I, I would say that it was even like before Days Gone even launched. I think there was probably some stuff happened, and then the game launched. And I think this day, game did take a long time to make. Um, I can I can look up when you kind of talk, give your you know, kind of thoughts on this. Yeah, how yeah. long that game was in development, but I'm pretty sure this game took a very like not a very long time, not like a last Guardian. Somewhere like seven years, something like that. Yeah, like, and it was I think the first game their first own studio IP game too. And, you know, at that time, you know, when it came out, you had last of us knocking out of the park. You had uncharted that did pretty good, you know, uh, that, mm-hmm. you know, that reviewed very well. You had God of war. That was a masterpiece. You have horizon masterpiece. So you have a lot of like the games from these first party studios, just like all, you know, home runs. And then they kind of come up and it seems like they bunted or mm-hmm. maybe, you know, you just keep it with the, the, baseball terminology here or maybe even like hit a sacrifice fly where you know they still got on the board or you know they're still able to get a run in but they got out at the same time so it wasn't a home run yeah so, I, I yeah I, it, it seems weird i would love like a documentary with both sides maybe a couple of years from now 
what I think, um, okay, so I think there's, you know, some truth here at why he's disgruntled, but it comes from the fact that it's kind of built around something that isn't untruth. I'll try to explain. So they're like, okay, we have 8 million sales. What a, what a celebration or, or how, this is so good. And so the day's gone, dude is like, well, it can't just be that because we sold 8 million. Mm-hmm. We've been out for a year plus. We sold 8 million. So like, that's kind of weird, Sony. Like we, we sold the same, but you didn't say like, this is so good. Yeah. So I think, you know, th- again, we're talking about Sony and messaging again. I think they should just be up front and say, you know, we're really happy with this game's Metacritic score and it's selling 8 million. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? Then you're like, oh, well, okay. Well, we don't have it, that Metacritic score. Well, right? it was interesting, you know, that story that he quoted didn't come from, I mean, let me double check. They didn't pull it from a, a press release, but it probably did, right? Um, no, it was Sucker Punch that announced it themselves. So I think right. that's what's interesting too. You know, it was Sucker Punch that said like, "Hey, you know, Ghost of Tsushima has officially sold more than eight million copies and things like that." So it wasn't directly like Sony. You know, they probably gave them the numbers, or I'm on, I'm not sure if they had someone tracking on the inside. But yeah, yeah and I'm it, sure. And it was sure Game who picked up the story too. Yeah, I'm sure also that you know Sony has. I mean. You know, there's a social media coordinator, there's an upper chain, but I'm not going to assume Sony told him to say it. I'm just going to say that I just think the guy has a point, right? It can't just be your sales. What I'm saying is, from his perspective, right, I would say something, too. I'd be like, well, we sold 8 million. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we sold 8 million, they made it so like we failed. So yeah. I just, I think, I, I think him, that's the big thing that they, yeah, they Sony kind of treated, yeah, Days Gone as an epic failure. And I'm kind of curious if, you know, releasing it on PlayStation Plus... And that I know he didn't count the um, PC release, but I'm kind of curious if those two things really like breathe new life into it. Because like I said, Patrick, for me, as you know, as you know, the more Sony fanboy here, I didn't really hear much about Days Gone until it was out again. Like I was following, I got the reviews and I'm like, oh, this is kind of like down the road, you know, standard open RPG zombie shooter. Cool. Nothing, you know, too special to write home about, unfortunately. But after it launched, like it was very quiet until it was free on PlayStation Plus. Until well, so, you know it got more people playing it, I guess. I, I no, would argue. I don't. No, no, no. I, I, I don't. I don't recall it hitting necessarily well. Like it definitely didn't hit like Ghost. Like let's not. That's not even. Yeah. Like you know, I was on Ghost like that. You know what I mean? But what I, what I was gonna say is, I didn't get it till it was like twenty bucks or something like that. Because you know, I try to get all the you know first yeah. party stuff if I can. Um, but I don't remember hearing great things about it at all. But when you're celebrating your sales metrics as though it's a big part of it, then the company's like, hey, we saw a million. But what he said was an upper management made us feel like we failed. Yeah. So from his perspective, he's saying, how can they celebrate eight million and nobody's looking at it like a failure? Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, it's the reception of the game, whether you believe that's Metacritic or reviewers online or whatever you believe that comes from even their own internal playtests, right? Mm-hmm. They Sony clearly didn't feel that the game had the reception that they wanted. But the guy is confused, or I should say confused, he's disgruntled at best, or you know, he's he's definitely a little aloof on why they get to celebrate eight million when he sold eight million, but it look he's being yeah. looked at as a failure. Whether oh, yeah. the game's on PC or not, I mean more platforms, whatever, but I I, I do understand that perspective. And I believe no, yeah. that truth is because 
the reception for the game. I mean, let's be real, man. Ghost hit way harder. Wait, 100%. Yeah. There was more (laughs) hype around it and everything. Yeah. Days Gone initially didn't have that hype, nor did it, like, land with such a, you know, a presence. It didn't announce itself to the gaming world when it walked through the door, like, that, like, even something like Ghost did. Oh, man. Ghost killed it coming through the door. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. And And, I I just think that, but what I think also burns him a little mm -hmm. bit, they didn't get a chance to to step it up and fix it. Yeah. A lot of times in gaming, your first iteration may not, you know what I mean? It may not mm-hmm. hit like you want, but you get the best thing about the world today is you get crowdfunded ideas in your face. You get a lot of things, you can Twitter comments, feedbacks. I wish I could have did this, yada, yada, yada. You get your internal own ideas, you know, developers, yeah. are smart people. They think all the time about new ways to play or yeah, new it, um, things in their games. And they didn't even get a chance to try it at, while somebody celebrating the, for the lack of, uh, you know, yeah, for lack of exactness, the same sales numbers. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and, and about the same uh, time period, I think those might might even took him out of might have been a little bit longer to reach that milestone. So maybe too, yeah. maybe I think maybe because initially it was such a, a flop, I guess in Sony's eyes, even though it sold okay, mm-hmm. in my opinion, uh, if I remember correctly, it didn't do awful numbers. But maybe no, it was it just such a, a flop, uh, a dud. I don't want to say a flop or dud because that sounds too harsh, but. Maybe that's a reception the, problem. That, that's yeah. the truth. Yeah, it's just yeah, wasn't maybe, received the way Sony Sony loves for their games to be grandiose and received. Yeah, as game such. of the year, you know, conversation. Yeah, yeah. Days well, Gone was might have been lucky to get nominated for best PS4 game. Yeah, I mean, man, yeah, may, maybe best graphical design. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It it just didn't hit. Like, especially when yeah. you talk about Ghost, right? Ghost mm-hmm. has got people to raise money for charity for the Tsushima Island after like so like there's a lot of stuff that Ghost has yeah, done. Yeah, they have a they have the like the developers the develop the directors for that game went and were honored at Tsushima. So it's like yeah, and they said the Japanese said the game was so good they wish Japanese people made it. Like I mean like mm-hmm. there's a whole level to that game that is reception wise that literally is next level. I again I think the game is amazing. Um, and let's be frank, we all don't feel that way about Days Gone. But I do mm-hmm. think he should feel burned because he didn't get to try to fix it. Yeah, Sony or, was you know, so quick to throw them away with the same sales number. So the, in his eyes, he's yeah. like, "We're having the literal same success, and you won't even let us try to really bring that to you." You know what I mean? You won't let us try to bring something that great to the yeah. to the forefront because we showed you we could sell eight million. Now you know it's like, oh, you know, we're a throwaway. But this company is celebrating just the eight yeah million. And, and you know you know what's interesting too you know because he did he went on the uh the podcast jeff ross went with uh david jaffe and talked about it and then to even and this is where i think like the relationship itself kind of got sour because here he says too um ross says uh this is an article off ign now that they updated uh ross says the source of the sales number was a trophy data tracker site called GameStat during the during the conversation, Ross reveals that he was at Ben's studio and saw Days Gone sold 5 million copies. The trophy data was at 5.8 million. And since he no longer has access to Sony official figures since leaving the company, he based that 8 million figures uh, on trophy trackers and uh, tel- tem- telemetry, telemetry data. Telemetry data. Yes, so telemetry. here's a quote. I think uh, GameStat still has data uh, archived, uh, Ross says, according to Game Informer. Uh, according to Game Informer. Based off of the 8 million mark, it matches all tel- telemetry, and so good enough. So it might be 7.7 7. 7 million-ish, and uh, maybe it was 8.2-ish. 
I don't know. But even to his point, then, you know, if you're using your data, you know, you're using kind of your projection slash trophy data. How many of those quote unquote sales that you're pulling from trophy data were free PlayStation Plus? You right. Know? I mean, again, I, if Sony's not going to comment on what those sales numbers are, we'll never have the true story. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, because when a game, I mean, you know, how many Black Friday sales have we been through since Days Gone has been out and it's 10, yep. 20 bucks? Like, there, there's, there's all types of stuff that affects it, right? But if we're mm-hmm. just saying, if they're just celebrating a quote unquote number, then, you know, he, he's just saying that if we, ha- if we have that number, we're told like we failed. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's how he said. He, he, yeah, he was like, we were, I mean, at the very, you know, you could say, oh, we were projected at this number, but we were still treated like shit. Right. That, that's what he's saying. And, it, and again, it's because Sony, I, I'm not in the inside, but from the outside, it looks like Sony is really mad at, at, at the fact that the game is not generating the conversation that, that to your point, their yeah. other IPs have generated. Exactly. Yeah. Which is a shame. But hopefully, like you said, we'll we'll get a documentary in uh, ten or twenty years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love it all. Uh, deep dive from uh, the one and only, what's his face, guy always starting stuff. Ross. Oh. Yeah. Um. The journalist. Uh, he wrote the books. Jason Schreier. Jason Schreier. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. And rounding out our podcast for this. Is just uh, an interesting interview that uh, God of War developer uh, talked uh, did with Game Informer uh, Corey Bollock, and he I, during this interview, I think a big thing. Uh, it's very interesting. It's on Game Informer. It's a Q. It's Q and A based. Uh, it's not super long to read either. But one of the biggest takeaways was his uh, him saying here uh, that essentially it was the studios collectively that kind of pushed Sony into getting their games released on the PC. Uh, we have a quote here from the IGN article that kind of, you know, of course, pulled from it because everything's aggregate journalism. Almost everything's aggregate journalism here in the video game world. Uh, the quote is uh, this, quote, I think it was the collective of studios all over saying this is a really good idea. Abolog said, uh, we should be looking into this. Eventually, I think it reached uh, that tipping point when we had sent so many suggestion box suggestions that we were like, I'm tired, uh, that, that they were like, I'm tired of hearing all this, fine, we'll do this. It, uh, it, uh, it, it, it's a process. Uh, we, still, we are still figuring out as a company and individual studio how to, do, uh, how to do this and what the process and strategy will be. So, yeah, I think it's just interesting that, you know, it took really the studios to be like, hey, like, hey, business people, this is a good idea. We should do this. That that's more telling for me about Sony as opposed to oh yeah Barlog. I mean I, I'm really excited to to see that Corey has that that kind of foresight because it, I'm wondering if Sony's stuck in time. Well, I think because um, so much but, of those studios based off a of PlayStation, right, Patrick? And then you know I'm sure there's the whole don't it's it's not broke don't fix it kind of mentality. Something you know it kind of reminds me of. You know the short sightedness of Blockbuster, right? Where yeah, Blockbuster yeah, had a chance to buy Netflix for like nothing. Yeah. And now, yeah. You know, look, look what happened. You know, yeah. Netflix was like, okay, cool. We don't, we you don't want us. Fine, we'll do our own thing, and we're we will drive you out of business. And they did. Netflix they, has they set the precedent precedents, right, of almost every single streaming platform there is. You know, it's the OG, original 
gangster streaming movie. platform. Movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would just say streaming platform. No, no, there, there's been other streaming platforms, but it's the most notable. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, it, that one, in terms it. of you know creating content for that's mm-hmm. only available for the streaming things. You know, they started with curating a bunch of movies you well, can they, stream. And again, then that's like, foresight. No, no, yeah. no. What happened was they saw that the studios were going to start pulling their content because they got so popular. So they figured, okay, well, we're going to have to make our own. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think Sony, to your point, uh, not maybe not to your point, but kind of what you were saying about how it's more talented Sony. I don't think Sony has that foresight. I still think they're looking on no, how... No, that is to my point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was just making sure. Didn't want to put yeah. words in your mouth, but they're looking back at the PS4 saying, look how much we sold with the PS4 though. There's still demand for console. We're making so much money on this. Why would we risk people not buying PS4s or PS5s if we put our games on on a PC? And it's like, you, you guys just don't get it. Like, you don't, I don't think you know why people get a buy console. consoles. Like, they, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, they get a console. I know this isn't true anymore, but essentially they get a console because they can plug it into their TV and play. They don't have to diagnose. Yeah. Especially some, uh, not every IT friend, but all my IT friends who have a console, that is their story. Yeah. Because we all work in IT. It's like, I don't want to be on my computer. Is, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe you don't, you want to game from your couch, maybe. Oh, maybe you don't, you don't want to build a PC. Maybe you don't want to pay $2,000 for a PC that's going to be outdated in a six months in a, or a year. I don't want to install updates and patches. And yeah, yeah you it don't, does give you, you a lot don't of freedom. want to diagnose what driver is broken because for some reason your Wi Fi driver stops working every other time you turn exactly. on your computer. What I think you know? about a console is all the problems are in someone else's hands. And yep. I'm not knocking PC, I'm just telling you. That's why I'm that way. You know, what I mean, I, I, to, to the listeners, right? That I agree with you, and that's that's what I'm saying. What, what I mean is, though, see, but now you here's the other side of that coin, and that wasn't my point. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. That they're trying to be dinosaurs in an era where it's real rough because, and mm-hmm. this even hit Nintendo, but it, they don't have the same sort of solutions that um, at the time it hit Nintendo that we have today. But like, look at it this way, right? Like, let's say you want to go on to make PS5 only content. Well you're having trouble getting PS5s out there. So if people mm-hmm. can't buy it on PC, like, what do we... I mean, you, you need to start simo-releasing because you only get more... Op- you give more opportunities to people to buy the software, which is the driver of anything. Yeah, which is now... Yeah, it's becoming more of the driver of everything, too, where it's not where you play. It's, it is what you play, you know? It's... Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, I... you know. It was a time when software drove the console, and I get that. There was yeah. an era like that. You know, it had Nintendo. You watch any documentary on any console, and you can see that. But we're going well beyond that. I mean, yeah, is it killing at, Microsoft? Like, I mean, you had no. the, the great thing about no, no. Hear, the, hear me out. The great mm-hmm. thing about the question is when there's already an answer. Yeah. And so you can look over and say, okay, Microsoft is selling their games on PC and their console. Did the numbers go up? You can just go look at it. I mean, you can pay yeah. somebody to do all the research for you. I mean, when you're a company. Well, so uh, like, yeah. Just, did their console sales dip? They, there's another one. No. Or are oh, did the game sell more? Yes. Currently, yes. Or are their console sales currently rising and the game sales are selling more because they're on the other, on the PC as well? Yeah, exactly. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like your console right now, your console so in demand with the chip shortage, you can do nothing and it's going to sell. People mm-hmm. will buy your PS5 to play one game. I know people like that. People will, play, <laughs> we will buy your PS5 to play FIFA. We'll buy oh, your PS5 oh, to play Rocket League, right, FIFA, yep. Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone. No one cares. Like, right now, people just want it in their hands. Mm-hmm. But it, when you're taking it away from a bunch of players who have no interest in a console, 
Yeah. Then you're like, okay, because what you're trying to do, and this is what I would caution any company to do, you're trying to force people to your console, and at a time right like right now where you can't even meet the demand. So even yeah, if you yeah. had, let's say God of War is a 11 out of 10, like it's literally narratively and gameplay wise, literally incredible game. And we're, we're gonna make in our, this fantasy example, it's a PS5 only game, right? Mm-hmm. So like the game is like literally the baddest thing software-wise in the last 20 years. You only could sell about, you know, 13, 14 million because yeah. that's all you have consoles. That's all the consoles are out. Exactly. Yeah. So and, yeah. and the only game we've that I can remember in recent memory to oversell the console is Zelda Breath of the Wild. That yep. game only has like 30 years or 40 years of history. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Fine. So like, it's fine that Nintendo literally has a monopoly on nostalgia and pretty, pretty much. So I'm saying like you have to come and along make with the No, and they, they they do make great games too, but you have to come along with the times. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because I, I, you have to drive that competition. Because let's say you sold a million extra consoles, maybe you did, right? But mm-hmm. there's still how many PC players in the world? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really? And I think too something like a great, you know, we talked about Days Gone. That's a great example of how like, and maybe this is the strategy of Sony going forward with their exclusives of like. How much more did Days Gone sell because of one, you know, the PlayStation Plus, obviously, but two, like putting it on PC, like you know, it was up there for a bunch of awards and stuff like that for PC and stuff like that, and it's like, okay, you put it to PC now, that game now, like you can't argue that that game isn't successful for how how well it sold on the PC, and then you know that drove probably drove a bunch of PlayStation format people, even PlayStation Five people, be like, oh, I passed on this game, let me go buy it. You know, yeah, you might they might buy it used or they might but oh they might buy it new for twenty bucks. But still it's like you're selling those games, you're getting those games in people's hands and making them once again like something more excited for something like a sequel if they ever make a sequel, which I don't think they would. But yeah, it, yeah I think it's I interesting. Mean, I'm I'm glad Sony's doing it. I think it needs to be done. Uh I don't think they'll ever do day and date, but you know, it's gonna be interesting going forward how much of their of their games they put on. Because even, you know, you look at something like uh, Persona 4, right? Persona 4 Golden. Put that on PC. Now Now it's not trapped and isolated on the Vita Island. You know? Right, right. And I mean, I was looking, I'm trying to find the data, but I know um, I was just looking at, I'm trying to find it by month, but for a week, you know, 52 of the year, you know, Halo was in that in that top-selling game. Like, for, for globally. Globally mm-hmm. on Steam. You know what I mean? Like, and that was the Master Chief Collection. So, the, 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 when you put a game there, it only allows people to buy it. Like, I just don't, I don't understand how you can't understand that. Like, I am confused on why they don't get it. I mean, isn't God of War top seller? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like think about that. You a game that when you dropped it, how many years old was it? What days gone or no God of War? Oh, God of War came out in eighteen, so it came out. Last year, right? Yeah, I think it was last oh, year. Oh no, right? no, it just came out this year, right? Okay, uh, well, or oh, is it late last year? Shit. I thought it was either way, year, it was either way, right? Two, two years, two, yeah, two. It's on the top years. seller list. It yeah, is old, years. bro. Like mm-hmm. for me and you, like we would go back for just like, okay, it's a great game. We'll go play it again. These are people buying it to play it for the first time. For the first time, like you, mm-hmm. you, I don't understand in a world that is analytically driven at this point, how you, where these people are getting their ideas. Uh, from because you can just look at the analytics. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see. And this is analytics the, we have uh, we have access to. Right, that's what I'm saying. And so, like for me, I am, 
I am not in the great console war. I tell anybody I do prefer to play on my Xbox because I have the latest hardware. It's the strongest hardware as far as I know. Duh. But when you have all the the data and you can see like, okay, this company, which I, I don't want to fail. I want to play their games. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. company has another route or another place to put their games. They've seen other companies do it and they can do it and make a ton of money. But they don't yep. want to do it. And I'm like, why don't you want to do it? I I just don't. Yeah, I'm looking at So if you go to like best of 2021, top new releases is measured by gross revenue. You'll find Horizon 5 on there for the Horizon 5. You'll see well, the Halo multiplayer is free to play. But you'll find games that, like I said, it gives people another way to play. And the PC players are taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I just exactly. don't know why Sony's like, no, nah, we want to really pigeonhole you to our console now see nintendo can do that yeah nintendo can do that they have the brand loyalty that every company dreams of except for maybe disney yeah the, or maybe i think, disney, like I think disney's like the only one that can like rival the brand loyalty of like or all, the only one that surpasses the brand loyalty in, of in entertainment nintendo. yeah in entertainment that's the only one i can think of in any capacity and so and mario kart has sold over 30 million copies yep so like when you look at that if there's 100 million switches in a while one out of every three players for the most part with a switch has mario kart mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then one out of every three has animal crossing so they don't really need the pc sales and they know people are going to do what they've done because they built up years of nostalgia they built up yep. years of following you don't have that so you need to garner it and your software can be another gateway to do so and then yeah. that's why nintendo takes so many hits from the fan base about what they don't do with their back library, right? Their back catalog. Yep. Because they're like, we want this and we want it updated. You know, I, I really wish they'd really put some effort into Mario 64, the re-release. But you, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, you, if you take that path to get there by and, PC, yeah. you can start building that software loyalty. I I, I just hate it because I want Sony to do what they can't with, with I know they can and really mm-hmm. make this generation the start of what we could finally see both Sony and Microsoft lead us into the future and that's not a shot at nintendo i I have no beef with nintendo either but i'm saying we're really seeing the technology coming to the forefront and we really can have gaming really hit mainstream like it's it's coming like i remember Mm -hmm. comic books were never when i was a kid you were a nerd for comic books i've always had comic books but you now they're hollywood's biggest sellers yep you know what i'm saying so let's spread that out well, and I, mean, I want more people to have access to them. Oh, yeah, well. I, I agree with you, Pat. But you can also argue that video, the video game industry out makes more money than the movie. No, industry. no, no, no. It, it does. Yeah. No, it literally does. I, I'm not. I'm not. What I'm saying is, let's keep it mainstream because COVID yeah. gave you a unique opportunity. It's one of the. I don't want to say benefits of COVID because I don't like to talk about COVID in any positive. But one of the effects of COVID is now people are getting into gaming. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that the biggest crowds you can have within your competitive limits, right? has yeah. access to your games. And yep. so in doing so, you build that path forward. Because every company seems to think like, or sometimes I think companies seem to think like, well, people are just going to follow us. I think Sony, I told you that, you know, many pocket or a bunch of different podcasts, but I think Sony's resting on their laurels and I don't like it. You yeah. want to drive into tomorrow. You want to push to tomorrow. And PC is the way to do it. Because I, like I said, I, I never... I saw a post on Twitter the other day, and it really confused me. I even commented on it. As a gamer, I don't want to gatekeep anybody. I do get why Sony games will never be on an Xbox, just like I get why Xbox games won't be on a PlayStation. I don't have to agree, as I've said in many podcasts. 
I'll buy games anywhere. I, I would love for that to happen, but you know, because I'm just gonna buy the games. Mm-hmm. But I get it from their perspective, right? Why they, you know, because their fan base is just, you know, and the business models. But at some point, you're gonna have to include the PC audience because eight million copies for Ghost of Tsushima ain't enough. It ain't enough. Yeah. It's a better game than eight million copies. Yep. You know right. what I mean? I want to see. What, I need to see what God of War is at. But what what was originally was it twelve million? I think God of War is well over twelve. Uh, no, no, I'm mean, asking originally. 10. Like at yeah, launch, uh, okay. I thought at uh, launch it was around uh, twelve. I could be wrong, but I thought it yeah. was in that range. But it's a better game. It's a twenty million game for mm-hmm. sure. I don't know what it is today, but at the time I was like, this game should be in twenty million hands. Yeah, exactly. It's that good, and Sony is the one stifling that, <laughs> which is weird. Yep. Yeah. Sorry for okay. the rant. I just that's too good. I, no, I, you're I, right. I just want the industry to be better. You know. Yeah. Okay, so that wraps us up for wraps us up for this episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. Like I said, we usually try to post every Monday at noon. If you have a question, uh, you can email us at gamingtimes09. If you have a question for me personally, you can uh, tweet at me at Isaac underscore IDK. Patrick, where can the people find you? You can email me at gamingtimespatrick at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at timespat. I want to thank you all for listening. Remember, enjoy gaming.